When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé, WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia and with me is my co-host, Lon. Hey everybody, I hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Right. Or a holiday break, whichever. On a holiday break, right. If you don't happy, uh, if you don't celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Happy Native American Heritage Day. Native American Indigenous listeners. Americans. <laughs> Indigenous American listeners, if there are any out there. How was your Thanksgiving, Lon? It was good. It was nice. No no family fights this year. Oh, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Did you go with that whole turkey type of thing? Oh yeah, my brother made a turkey. It, it turned out okay. My girlfriend's ham, though, was was a bit dry. (laughs) We made the most of it, though. Oh, okay. I kind of had a a cheated Thanksgiving dinner. I made turkey meatball. (laughs) Does that count? That that actually sounds good. Yeah, Yeah, turkey meatball (laughs) with the usual, the sides, right? Because I'm not a turkey person. I'm more of a sides person. So, yeah, I think the sides were good. Better than the turkey, actually. But anyway. I digress. Lon, have you ever seen anyone propose with a seashell or a conch? (laughs) Did he show us the ring earlier? No, I I don't think so. I called bullshit on that. I called bullshit. He totally (laughs) did not have a ring. That guy. Yeah, I called bullshit. (laughs) He said he lost everything. No, you did not get her a ring. It's tragic that everything was lost in the hurricane. But, you know, to say that the ring was taken, I'm like, come on. Come on. Yeah. The shell was a sweet. It was a nice gesture, though. It was a beautiful shell. The shell was too clean, though. We're talking about Ellie and Victor for for those who haven't caught on yet. Yeah. But yeah, that shell. I mean, he just happened to find a random shell and it was already nice and shiny and clean. I'm like, come on. (laughs) This is this is too much. (laughs) Do do we want to talk about the argument they had the night before? Oh, I thought it was talked about it. Yeah. We talked about it before, right? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. They showed some more of it on the not the the wedding episode but the one before um, everyone gets married and i thought it was over so you know again tlc up to their tricks of leading us one way and i thought it was done i was like uh he doesn't want this anymore he's so over it and obviously she compared their relationship to like the island being ravaged and in shambles and stuff and and then she went from that to saying yes to the shells. <laughs> <laughs> Say yes to the shell. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay, let me ask you this. Does he sound arrogant when he said, I'm giving you a house in an island paradise? Did you catch that? Yeah. I don't know if it was arrogance, but I, I kind of know what you mean. Like, okay, let's, <laughs> let's not make this bigger than it is. I mean, yeah. it's great. 
living on an island and stuff, but I'm not trying to knock on him, but this is far from like, you know, a paradise, uh, a paradise. right, yeah. right, right. And in, in the condition it's in. Yeah. And in the condition it was previously in as well. It was definitely, I would say a modest living if they were to, to have a bar out there and to make renovations on the house that they did have. Yeah. But he seemed to have oversold it, I think, when he was speaking like that. Yeah, it sounds like Providencia was or is a new tourist destination because he did mention that it was only touristy 10 years ago. Right. 10 years ago. So before that, I guess it was an undiscovered island or maybe not a touristy destination. Yeah, I can get that. I get that. Yeah. So and, and his view of the island is a lot different having lived there for a very long time and having experienced it before, you know, and so his views are definitely different in terms of finances and how they can make it. And, mm-hmm. you know, according to him, they would be just fine without tourist season. So, yeah. Yeah. I, but I still stand by Ellie's philosophy, which is, well, okay, long term, what is it going to be? You know, what if right. tourists don't come, right? Because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Right. The island is still in recovery mode. Like, mm-hmm. how are we going to survive? And he's right. just brushed it off like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be okay. Like, how? Without her money, how? Yeah. You know, but I think he acted like he had a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he felt a certain kind of way whenever she brings up the topic on money. It was pride. That was not her fault. That's him feeling a certain kind of way, right? Yeah. But anyway, I think we talked about this before, but maybe I might have mentioned this to you in person, Lon. She's back in Seattle. I think someone snapped a photo of her at her pizza parlor. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Newsflash. <laughs> WTFT. Someone recently snapped a photo of Ellie working at the pizza restaurant huh. or parlor that she owns in Seattle. So, she's back in Seattle. You just can't believe anything that's on the show anymore, man. Yeah, dude. Are they a real couple? Or are they? Maybe I don't know. Over and... <laughs> Maybe she's back here and, I mean, he's just waiting out the visa process or something. I don't know. And Yeah, that could be it. That means that it's going to be, what, 90 Day Fiancé? 90 Day Fiancé. Right? Next time we see them, maybe. But I'm over their story. Like, I'm not interested in them as a couple. I don't know about you. Same. Yeah, same. They're just not interesting enough. Yeah. Another couple that I'm not keen to see again is Evelyn and Corey. I'm glad it's done. Yeah. I hope it's done. <laughs> I hope it's done done. Yeah, I hope it's done. I'm I'm glad it's over. But dang, like did he say like it was seven? Was it seven, seven years, years that the friend yeah. said? So yeah. we only got to see a few of those years of it once they were on the show. Yeah. But it's fine. It was enough. <laughs> Yeah. What we got to see on the show is what was enough. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch the conversation he had with his brother? Which I thought was kind of sad and relatable to me because I know how it feels like to be apart from family and your family mm. feels that you're drifting away from them. Mm. But it's like the ultimate sacrifice that you make for love, right? Yeah. I guess the thing that rubs his family the wrong way is the fact that Evelyn doesn't want to live in the U.S. and pretty much gave that ultimatum to Corey 
that if she, he doesn't come with her and live in Angabao, the relationship's over. So the family saw it as, oh, you chose this person over us. Is how I, I get that. I get that. I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. he chose, right? right? It's in the end, decision. it was his decision, right? Yeah. So I didn't like that. They kept putting that on Evelyn. Oh, he, yeah, she's making him. She disclosed her terms. Mm. Those were her terms. Right. Now, Corey's a grown man, yeah. right? Corey made the final decision whether to agree to those terms or to say no. Like you said, he, he chose, right? He was given a choice. It, she didn't make him. He was given that choice whether to follow her or, or to stay with his family. So I made that note too. Like, wait, 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 hold on. That's not fair to put this on Evelyn. I think we're all entitled to the things that we want. And she said, well, here's what I want. Like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And he made the decision himself to follow her. Yeah. So she didn't make him do anything. And she's not making him stay away from his family. He has a say in this relationship. He chose to follow her. Yeah, maybe she doesn't like it, but like it was a choice. And then he made, he made his decision. So that's on Corey. Do you think his family is being harsh by not attending the wedding? Uh, was it? I, I feel bad for Corey because he said like, look, you guys may not see eye to eye with Evelyn or my decision to live in Ecuador, but at least attend the wedding. Yeah. Again, everybody has their own decision or their own reasons why they won't attend. For me, it's, I, I don't really see it as a big deal. <laughs> just weddings aren't just, for me, they're just not like super important. If somebody said, I can't attend your wedding. I'd be like, hey, that's fine. Cheaper for me. Like, it's not a big deal for me. So it's hard for me to see what people are like halfway offended or even super offended when people can't attend or say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. I can see why Corey's offended or, you know, at least upset because he doesn't have anyone on his side to witness this special event. Whereas most of the guests are hers. He had a cute little dog with a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, puppy. Right? A puppy, yeah. What is it? A Siberian husky or a Malamute yeah. or whatever? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess if you consider dog as people, then yeah, I guess he has one attendee and Raul, you know, well, the, cat, the, cats the wedding crasher. Cats, yeah, cats are people. Cats are people. Apparently. And by the way, listeners, because we just came back from a break, we're covering both episode, was it 13 and 14? This is ep- right. the last one was 14. The pre-wedding and, and the wedding and episode the wedding. Yeah, this time. Episode. Yeah. For those just joining, just to we, catch we, you we guys took up. Thanksgiving week uh, off uh, for family time and things like that. Yeah. So we're covering both episodes right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to ask you like what you thought of, you know, Raul not being included as a wedding guest but yet still attending. That was a jerk like, move. <laughs> it's almost like Raul doesn't have boundaries or doesn't know the concept of boundaries. Yes. Like if you've been told that you're uninvited, why do you still show up? But I get it. He's, he keeps saying like, well, bro, you don't have anyone to represent you. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel bad for the guy. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, boundaries. <laughs> so much of the last like two episodes for me, felt set up, felt like fabricated and set up. Totally. And this in retrospect feels like one of those times, but I was thinking the same thing too. So one, I felt bad. I get it. You're his friend and you weren't invited. I can see that, but come on, 
to show up despite their wishes mm-hmm. on their wedding day and then just to ask for the microphone that took some like cojones man i'm like hey <laughs> <laughs> are you serious it, it turned out good thank goodness it turned yeah. out good yeah but like even to be that audacious to be like well i'm gonna fucking show up and i'm gonna grab that microphone <laughs> and say my piece i was like oh my gosh <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, if that speech was horrible, yeah, that would not be a good start. But then again, Lon, if you think about it, we're watching a married couple get married. Get married, yeah. (laughs) So we've been con. Yeah. To me, though, it almost felt like her family had to motivate and encourage her. Her mom and her sister, both saying things like you're doing the right thing Mm. give me a sign and 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 i'll help you through it it's like she still didn't want to go through this but like her family's coaxing her no you (laughs) you gotta marry this and and i have a feeling deep down she really wants it she wants the wedding i think she deep down she wants the wedding i think she does but i get wanting it but also wanting to still wanting that independence she said something like and i'm paraphrasing here a woman doesn't need a man to validate her existence or yeah. to validate that she's successful yeah. and i guess in their traditional values and beliefs men complete you men mm-hmm. complete this whole family structure and men yeah. this men that and you are less of a woman if you are not married so i get what she's rallying against if that statement holds true to, to her true belief like mm-hmm. i don't need a man i never did it was never my wish that some man complete me i'm good so i get that part of it too she probably does want to be with Corey, but this whole like oh well you got to make it official and and he's your husband look we don't need well he needs me (laughs) i don't need this guy i'm good right so i I get that too i think you can still love a person and you can still want them in your life but to this particular capacity where you're tied you're tied together for eternity by celestial bonds, you know, <laughs> like, yo, can you, can you, can you give me some fucking space? <laughs> you know, I get that too. So, well, okay. So we can agree that the whole Raul thing is probably staged, but I don't think Corey's family not attending is staged. Mm. That's, mm probably real unwillingness to attend the wedding so you just think they don't like her could yeah, it be financial because, reasons because maybe well, ecuador is expensive to fly yeah <laughs> that could be it too but Corey could have helped yeah um, he just paid a, for apparently for a 50k wedding though yeah <laughs> there you help? go <laughs> i don't know if that's 50k yeah i looked at that too i said is that uh, a 50k that's wedding, a 50K wedding. <laughs> is that a 50k wedding <laughs> If it's a 50k wedding, that weather is not 50k worth yeah. though. That was and it was missing like centerpieces and all these other like, fancy things that I would expect from like yeah. a 50k wedding. Yeah, the entertainment looks nice, looks yeah. really lively, and looks great. Like it's very cultured, but I don't think that costs 50k. That yeah. might have been an exaggeration. But I was thinking too that maybe Corey's family did not attend because they just straight up wanted to boycott Evelyn 
and maybe they dislike her for taking Corey away from them because they maybe in their mind her. right because yeah. in their mind being Americans I guess they're like why don't you come to the US why don't you like the US US is a great place to be and she basically turned around and said no this is depressing I don't want to be in the US like I don't yeah. want to be out here in the woods with you guys like I rather be <laughs> living in a shack by the sea or by the ocean in Angabao yeah you know yeah so, and, Again, and they, they might like have I, find that insulting. They might have been like, well, that's a slap in the face. Everyone yeah. wants to come to the US except you. What? <laughs> yeah. Similar to Armando and Kenny's situation, I think people make too much a, a deal of the distance because like most of the married couples that I've seen, unless they've met in the same hometown and are from the same hometown and just never left, they're usually from different parts of the U.S. Oh, yeah. And they still have to sacrifice seeing their family. Like one of them at least does, if not both. But like if you're going to live in one of the other's hometown, one of them is sacrificing seeing their family every single week, month, whatever. And that's just something that I think most married couples have to go through. This whole thing about, oh, you're not experiencing things that are different from what other married couples are experiencing. You know, yeah, well, glad that they're donezo with their marriage and uh, or with their wedding ceremony. We don't have to see any more of it, please. Yeah, I don't want to see any more Corey and Evelyn. But what about <laughs> Beanie and Ari? Well, I'm kind of done with them too. I hope things work out for Benny, and that's kind of just where I want to leave it. I'm tired of this, of, of watching like. I don't know. It just seems like there's this constant back and forth of of Ari maybe meeting Benny halfway and giving him this false hope and then saying, oh, well, I take it back. You you could probably lose, lose your kid again. Oh, well, like I'm here again and we're smiling for a little bit. Oh, you know, and it's always this constant like this tension, this back and forth. Like, do you really want to keep your family together? I thought that was the goal. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, like, you don't want to go back to Kenya, right? Was it or yeah, Ethiopia? Ethiopia. Sorry, sorry. Ethiopia. Because but like it would really help with the visa and all this stuff too. And dude, the lawyer said they should go to the interview together. But how the hell is she like backing out at the last minute? I'm like, and then she cries about it again. Like you can totally prevent this. (laughs) Go, fucking go. And she's like, oh, what, what, what did she say? Someone made a meme out of it. I'm the worst. Yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> Come like, on. She doesn't want to give, she, no, she doesn't want to go back to Ethiopia because it gives her bad memories or something. Oh, so over Famous it. Famous excuse ever. I'm so over it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that she's using Avi as, like dangling Avi like a carrot to Beanie. It's like a bargaining chip. You know? Yeah. It's not cool. All right. I don't know if this is cool or not, Lon, but how do you feel about kidnapping cats for your <laughs> wedding? Ah, that also felt like fabricated to me. That really? entire kidnapping cats is fabricated. Not yeah, the kidnapping it. of it. He climbed the like, tree. That just all seemed staged and set up. You know, I like cats and I thought that would be cute to have cats there too, but Yeah, me too. That just felt very staged. The cats all had names apparently that they gave them, and and there's right they've they've been there long enough to identify the regulars, 
And I'm just like, was this really like on the cuff kind of thing? Or, you know, was this thought about? Was this pre-planned? And and it all for me just really felt staged. And are those feral cats or did those cats belong to people? I think they're feral because Turkey has a lot of them. There's even a okay. documentary about feral cats in Turkey called Okay. <laughs> you watched it? Yeah, I watched it. I'm going to have to watch that now. Yeah. <laughs> if they're feral, you're still putting them in captivity, which makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. But I think if you're going to release them back, it should be fine. It's actually traumatizing for cats to be kept in that in cage, a cage. Yeah, for yeah. a long time. Unless you're taking them to the doctors. Like, they don't like to be in that trap. You know, they feel yeah. trapped, you know? So, Cat I people don't... are going to hate me, but I'm thinking, you know... If it's a wedding, you know, I would allow it for this one particular thing. Yeah, right? that's the only time I would look the other way. But otherwise, I feel very irked by his behavior too. And how he excluded uh. some cats, but included some other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's being a cat. He's a cat cat-sist. <laughs> cat-sist. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but okay, if we just take it for what it is, right? At face value, I thought that was very sweet because... It was a nice gesture. That's kind of how I saw it. Right. In lieu of actual human guests, they had cats. So I thought that was cute. I'm a cat person too. So I'm able to like tolerate that. But Lon, let's take it back like to the previous episode. I was kind of disturbed by the fact that one of Alina's concern is that she hopes that the relationship doesn't become long distance anymore because of the risk of him seeing other people. And I thought that's not a good foundation to start a relationship with, right? right. Uh, it's, not a, it's not grounds for getting married because, oh, I no longer want to be long distance with this guy because you would never know. He might start seeing other people. Like, that's so wrong. That's right. a red flag. <laughs> yeah, the trust still hasn't been repaired. And it's going to take a while to repair that. And he hasn't done himself any favors to earn that trust. Again, I think the mom nailed it on the head when she said that Alina is making a mistake and that she's kind of blinded by love and she's justifying these things. I forgot what she did. She picked some random paper out of like some street vendors thing and it said, you're going to meet a guy. And she's like, oh, he's meant for me. And I'm like, fortune telling. What? (laughs) That's not how shit works. (laughs) You know, and I'm trying to knock on anyone's customs, but come on, you can't just say that that's it. Yeah. In that episode too, that same episode, even he didn't sound like he wanted to get married. Like the language he was using, he said, yeah, I know it sounds stupid and love is about being dumb sometimes. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) so you're already saying that this isn't a smart decision. Yeah. And that maybe you both are being dumb about this right now. This is somebody that before you got to Turkey, you were a hundred percent. You're like, yeah, I'm going to Turkey to get married. I'm going to marry this woman. And that's why you fucking flew over there and you had it figured out. And and it wasn't even just this episode where it, it looked like he was having like these, what is it, hesitancy, reluctance yeah. to get wed. It looked like she was down for it right from the jump. But yeah, he was always, feet. yeah, it was always him. And then yeah. right down to this in the car about to go do this thing. And he's already like, sounds like he's trying to psych himself up to make himself feel better about getting married. Why do you sound like you really don't want this? And if you don't, do her a favor, bro. (laughs) Yeah, let the poor girl go. Yeah. If you don't have it figured out now, this could have just been a vacation and there would have been no pressure. This could have just been, oh, let's travel. Let's travel to Turkey or any other place in the world. 
and spend time getting to know each other. And then we can get on 90 day fiance later (laughs) when we're comfortable, when we've known each other better and we're in a, in a better position to make this kind of decision. Right. He's never expressed interest in living in Russia. Has he? I don't think so. Because the whole point of them going to Turkey is to get married so that he can apply for visa to live in Russia. Oh, is that what? At least that's what I think it is. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's for her to apply for a visa to come to the US, but... I forget. I think I always think it's like they can't come... I always think it's because the foreigner can't come to America, so they have to figure out some alternative... Yeah. Well, but yeah, we'll I mean, see. I forgot. <laughs> I loved her in her dress, though, the Turkish dress. Yeah. Oh, so that's Turkish. Okay. I might have missed that part because I thought that was like traditional Russian dress, you know, like an indigenous yeah. Russian Maybe. Thing. In my notes, but I it wrote Turkish. It looks like a Turkish dress now that you mention it. Yeah. It was Turkish. Hmm. It made me like kind of question our own customs and why we do things here in westernized culture and how it does look nice but it's also kind of boring like every wedding looks the same white dresses and black and white tuxedos right like why do we do that when it's so much more awesome and beautiful to be in her turkish dress i don't see that at every single wedding that i go to right so it it... yeah only certain culture and we're about to jump into the next one that you know support your points there lon is I think Indian culture, they stick to their traditional dresses. So when Jenny got dressed up as an Indian bride, yeah, that was something else. She looked yeah. really pretty in, in the getup. Let's get so, into it. Let's get yeah. into Jenny and Submit, who finally committed. <laughs> who Yeah, Submit, who finally clicked Submit. Commit. Yeah, submit. <laughs> <laughs> submit, who says Submit. The marriage application. <laughs> Full send. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jenny and oh Samit. Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally. But dude. yeah, before we get too far away from the dress and stuff. Yeah, I also wanted to give high marks to Samit. The pink floral suit was magnificent. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. And again, right? And the shoes, like, man. And the, the shoes, yeah. The, but the Aladdin again, shoes. Like it, I just look at our weddings and go, it's it's always the same. It's yeah. always the same. Sometimes, you know, guys will switch it up. They'll wear maybe maybe blue instead. Or maybe the girls will wear a black dress instead. Yeah. But like, it just makes our custom just seem so... It's nice. It's cool. Like when you go to these kind of events and it's formal wear. Yeah. But like our formal wear isn't as like striking and as like, whoa, as like what we saw with the and Jenny and, and with you know, Alina's Turkish dress and all these, whenever other countries do their, oh, we're going to put you in some traditional like dresses or garments and stuff. It's like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Well, isn't the whole like standard wedding look, isn't that from like, obviously the European tradition where white represent virginity? Virginity. Yeah. yeah, The brides are wearing white because they're supposed to be virgins. They have to be virgins. (laughs) (laughs) This whole system of patriarchy. Yeah. And colonialism. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, I guess that's why it's always a white wedding. Yeah. Tuxedo for men and, Anyway, yeah, so back to Jenny and Summit. Yeah, it, they're such a cute couple. 
glad that they went through. I think that's like the Indian style wedding where they walk around uh, and they tie their fabrics to each other, the fabric from their clothing. So is that not Muslim? Or... No, that's Hindu. Hindu, that's what I meant. Yeah, the, they went to a Hindu temple. Ah, that's right, 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 Hindu. They Hindu, fed so the Brahmins, which is the priest. And, you know, in the Indian caste system, the Brahmins are like top of the pyramid. So, you know. Al- already, already not a good look though, right? <laughs> Isn't that an omen that she she effed up the food ceremony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the she, Brahmins. she was walking back. I think her dress might have grazed the grazed, food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "You." They would have turned you that. into an animal. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, "Really, Sumit? You still believe in that?" <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how that was, you know, in medieval times when you know. Uh, anyway, I don't want to you know, go down a rabbit hole, but, but yeah, back to the, the positive stuff, right? So they did the traditional Indian slash Hindu wedding ceremony, mm. which I thought was really sweet. And he bought her a cow or he brought a cow for blessing for blessing. Right. Oh, I think it's either blessing or dowry. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe it's more like blessing. Yeah. I thought they gave it to the, the temple. Yeah. The temple. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Here's my take. I feel like we got played again, right? <laughs> I feel because... like we got played again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because everything just... was resolved like sequentially, right? Yes, like, everything just got yes. like smoother now. Everything is a-okay. And at the end of the day... I just felt like everyone got married and yeah. the timing was... It was the story arc. Yeah. It was a story arc. We yeah. were fed a story arc. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, this is going to end badly. No, like... It just felt like, okay, we're definitely getting married, but you guys have to give us some conflict. There has to be something, guys. I know I'll fight with my parents this entire season. Jenny will meet my parents. And, and it just kind of felt like that. So come at over the end, and stay. Yeah. yeah, because like before they got married and stuff, almost every episode up to that, was like it's not gonna happen you know it's not gonna happen and and we saw we see jenny blow up and she's finally like you're full of shit right and you're like yes and then now he's he's like oh we're gonna do it and she's like we're gonna do it and i'm just like yeah what jenny had me there because i thought she really was gonna pack up and leave yes and bloody hell she just went to the temple and had a chat and like and even after she was hyped and I don't know who that friend was, but she encouraged her to leave. And I thought, okay, Jenny's going to do it. She's going to leave, right? And Sumit's going to chase her down at the airport or something. At least make it a little bit more dramatic. But she didn't even leave. She just came back to the house and he came back to the house. And he's like, I've done some thinking and, uh, you know, I don't want to let my fear get to me. And ugh. it was all just too convenient, I think. Yeah. And, and I was like, man. TLC, they played us again. Yeah, like that's it. how I felt. It's yeah. like we got played. They knew, they knew it. They knew they were getting married, but they had to construct a narrative of yeah. put doubts in our minds. That seems to be kind of the uh, the formula, right? With Alina and Steven, like okay, put some conflict in there. You're getting married. We get it. Add some conflicts in there and stuff like that make the viewer think oh no is this gonna happen yeah trouble you know there's trouble in paradise you know and it all ends up happy dude <laughs> yeah everything's yeah. good to go they are golden. Yeah. but lon would you say that jenny did a reverse catfish on summit 
also. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Because uh, yeah, it's hard. Sumit's is hard to top. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then, yeah. and Sumit catfished her, and he thought, okay, he got the chick, and then he thought he can get rid of her, but he can't get rid of her. Yeah. She's here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a reverse catfish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, again, I still think maybe he was in over his head. But by the end of it, I think they both love each other. Yeah. For me, it's hard to not think that maybe he just got in over his head and he couldn't he couldn't say no, he couldn't back out. And that this was something he finally got the ball rolling. And once the ball was rolling, there was nothing he could do step in front of it. It's just going to roll him over. So he just had to keep going. That's why I say reverse catfish. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So last couple. Oh, hold hold on. I was gonna say, sorry, I kind of blanked out and I now remember what I was gonna say. I hope this is it for Sumit and Jenny. Yeah. I think this is a good ending for them. I do not want to leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah leave, leave it, it there, TLC. Just leave it Great there. Great ending. Yeah. Ended on a high note. Yes. That's yeah. it. That's it. Cool. Last couple, and I think we saved the best for last. Best for last. Best for last. Um, what a beautiful ceremony. Everything worked out, right? Even though it was not really a sunset wedding, but still, the entire ceremony is just, first of all, it's a cry fest. I mean, I, I, I know a lot of people can't stop crying just hearing the vows and seeing mm-hmm. how cute Hannah was. And everything was perfect to me. So all that yeah. drama leading up to the wedding was, I almost forgot about it. I almost forgot about the fact that his kids didn't want him to adopt or to have another family or to have another child, whatever the issue was. I almost forgot about the dad. In fact, I think the dad seemed to be okay with everything from the beginning. Again, I think this is the part where TLC just played us and maybe the dad (laughs) didn't have a problem and he, he seemed to like, you know, he teared up too, I think. And this was probably the best 90 Day Fiancé wedding I've ever seen. I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. It worked out. And I would go as far as to say that if there was a genuine (laughs) narrative here to be explored, Armando's and Kenny's definitely the most genuine. Whether the dad was in on it from the beginning or not, I still do think the problems they face are real. Mm -hmm. And their relationship, like seeing them finally married at the end, reminds me that it really is all a a journey, right? And Kenny, Kenny summed it up perfectly when he said, what did he say? Would I go through this again? And is there anything I would change? And he he says, like, I wouldn't change a second of it. And it's right, because it's just a journey. It has its ups and its downs. And like, it doesn't matter if you're making wrong choices, right choices. If you stick with it and see it through to the end, you're going to end up where you should be. And all that stuff that they had to go through, like the family struggles, the, the struggles with government policies and all this stuff, like they weathered through those storms, right? Yeah. And they ended up where they should be, like happily together. And I was glad to see the dad had a nice thing to say when, what did he say? there's no need to put these barriers in our yeah, minds. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Fucking exactly. <laughs> See, like now I feel bad because I think that all this while the dad has been okay. They just make it seem like the dad's reluctant. Or yeah. Not what if he was receptive? What if he doesn't even know? What if he's like, what? He watches it and he was like, man, y'all made me out to be an asshole. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was fine with this from the beginning. I was just tired. <laughs> Yeah, and I, was, then you I, to talk. I was just tired. I told y'all I don't I don't like to go to these weddings anyway, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably like that. <laughs> oh man. They're now, like, make it so that he doesn't want to come. <laughs> yeah, I know. He, now I feel bad. Like the dad was really sweet during the wedding, and obviously, yeah, it was just perfect. That ass grab though, the Kenny ass grab. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Kenny. <laughs> it's his it's his bride or you know groom so yeah oh yeah i mean <laughs> let him grab the ass i mean uh, is, is it really a perfect day <laughs> yeah if you don't grab your you gotta, you you gotta know, your go all the way for it <laughs> yeah but yeah the party the after party looks sick everything turned out so well again i i would say it's yeah. comparable to evelyn's and Corey's ceremony except the other thing I forgot to comment on their ceremony lawn is that I wish they had taken their and maybe because they were mic'd up and they were like saying stuff that they weren't supposed to say that weren't supposed to be captured. But I felt they didn't take their vow seriously, Corey and Evelyn, because I feel like I yeah. I probably have to rewatch this again, guys. So I'm sorry, listeners, if you think that I'm wrong here, but I just felt like they were giggling a little bit. They were nervous. And I'm like, dude, you guys are already married. Like just fucking say the vows you know but I just felt like they could have taken it a little bit more seriously and maybe turn it into a little bit more of a romantic read rather than just (laughs) okay I was rolling my eyes the entire time yeah I was just like okay (laughs) fidelity got it yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) but Armando and Kenny felt like it was genuine it was sincere it was as if the cameras were not capturing their moment yeah I mean I felt honored to have shared that moment with them yeah, yeah. through TV so once again thank you Armando and Kenny for being the best couple so far that we've watched or at least I've watched in, in yeah. throughout this entire 90 Day Fiance franchise it and- really felt like a triumphant kind of moment yeah, right? like yeah. This, we're witnessing something big here <laughs> right exactly yeah. and it is triumphant because previously they were not allowed to be married but now they were and you saw them go through the other I think formal ceremony where they had to sign and it was formalized by a government agency from the wrong or some some sort mm. of um you know federal agent. I don't know. Right. I, mean, I might be using the wrong term. A government official, I would say. And so they were pronounced husband and husband twice, right? During the ceremony. So yeah, it just again it's triumphant because I think they went through so many barriers and, and got through it all and Love conquers all. Love conquers all. What did the shirt say? Love is, is say love is love on yeah, the Yeah, love is love. Yeah. 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 And also, Lon, now that we've reached the end of this season of 90 Day Fiancé, the other way, season three, I have to say, Kenny and Amando use their fame in the most meaningful way because I think they brought attention to the orphanage. And through that episode, a lot of people donated to that orphanage and I thought that's a good use of your fame, right? They have a platform, they have, right? They, they use their platform well because look, right. compared to others, what did they use with their fame? Like they're on OnlyFans. 
right. or they're on soda cam or whatever else. What's her face is selling her farts in a jar now. Oh my God, stop. I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> How the fuck? I've been seeing that all over and I'm like, I, I just roll my eyes, man. I don't want to even talk about it. Yeah. Like what? The and I apologize to Armando and Kenny for even bringing that up during <laughs> while we're talking about their wedding. Can we end this in a non- yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay. So is there even a WTF moment, Lon? For me, WTF, I think it goes to Raul. It ended well. It ended okay, well. Okay, but yeah, me, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? You weren't even invited, bro. <laughs> Give me Boundaries, the microphone. Raul. I have something to say. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, So that was for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess now that you had a WTF moment, mine would be Stephen kidnapping the cats and for some reason needing to climb oh, the, the tree. Like that climbing the yeah. tree was so extra. Like, bro, you're not George of the Jungle, man. You don't have to climb the tree. Jumping over the sleeping dog. With, that was extra. He, <laughs> I know. <and> he, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> so you know that was pre-planned because he had, what, three, four of those cat carriers? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where he got them from because... He probably asked around, maybe, or I don't know. So weird. But yeah, that was my WTF moment. So extra. (laughs) All right, Lon, are we ready to close this out with some WTFT? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm not sure if you have any, but I have three that I want to share with our listeners. So remember we covered, well, maybe a couple of episodes ago, we mentioned that Juliana and Michael were heading towards Splitsville. Juliana, the Brazilian model who lived with Michael and his blended family. So almost, oh, I would say barely a month after announcing their split, Juliana is now pregnant with a new boyfriend. Damn. Good for her. Congratulations. (laughs) Congrats. But what? That was fast. Anyway, so that's T number one. T number two. Have you heard about Yara's makeup line? No, I have not. Okay, Okay. so Yara, you know, from Yara and Jovi, recently launched a makeup line called Bougie, spelled as (laughs) B-O-U-J-E-E, Bougie by Yara. And soon after launch, I wouldn't say soon, soon, but like people start to discover that the makeup were toxic. I guess some some buyers had an allergic reaction. I think what a lot of folks don't like about it is the fact that she got her stock from AliExpress and pretty much sell it to people at a upcharge. Drop shipping. It's a drop shipping business. Yeah. And she's yeah. getting the products from China and then just branding. Yeah, putting rebranding her brand them. On it. Yeah, yeah. And using her name and selling it at a ridiculous price. So if you see the hashtag season deceased, yeah, that's because Yara's failed makeup line. And there's some other some other news about her too that's not favorable. Apparently, people are trying to call the CPS on her. What? Something about I have to do some research here because I I didn't have time to look this up. But something about her mishandling the baby. Maybe she didn't put him in a car seat or something. You know, I don't know. But yeah, apparently, some fans of Ninety Day Fiance tried to call CPS on her. Anyway, wow. Yeah, I can't. I can't knock her hustle. You know, there's so many other people drop shipping too. It's it's pretty commonplace to have a drop shipping business these days. Yeah. 
And as far as like CPS, I guess, uh, I don't I think, think she where, intentionally like, abuses her child. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's where fans have to kind of draw the line, maybe like. Yeah. You know, let her live her life. That's kind of like the whole was Britney unfit, right? Yeah. And when you get the full story, she's just like, no, I'm just trying to get away from paparazzi. And like, yeah, I, I put the baby in the car seat. I just needed to get out of there. I was trying yeah. to keep my baby safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People uh-huh. need to chill on that. Lasty. So remember Amira, the girl who got detained in Mexico and Andrew, her supposed boyfriend, Went on to enjoy his holiday in the Isn't she dating that one guy? That one guy. Maybe it's somebody else. No, it's somebody else. It's not Jennifer and Jesse. No, no, no. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So, Amira. Amira, Amira I I know Amira. I know Amira. Yeah, okay. So, Amira recently put out an IG story asking her followers if they would subscribe to her OnlyFans if she had an OnlyFans. And. An overwhelming 65% said no. Oh, no. Embarrassing. (laughs) So, yeah. Don't ask. If you're going to do it, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Why do you have to Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But why do OnlyFans? Right. Well, I don't know. So, here's the thing. It almost seems like that's the pathway. That's the pathway... That's the pathway to, uh, <laughs> how do I phrase money? this? How, how do I phrase this? It almost seems like that's the next step, right? But that's sad though. I know. I, I know. mean, okay. Is OnlyFans sad or is fart jar sadder? But she had that because she had YouTube content already. Mm. And I think that's how she's reaching her audience. But to me, it just almost seems like people opening up an OnlyFans account to leverage their 90-day fiancé status mm-hmm. almost seems like a common route. That's all I meant by that. That just seems like a common route now. Like, you graduate. <laughs> that you graduate, sucks, right? You yeah. graduate from 90-day fiancé, and then you, you open up an OnlyFans. I don't mind Cameo. but Cameo, YouTube. There's a, you know, other people have made it on YouTube. True. And YouTube. And again, I'm not knocking OnlyFans either. OnlyFans, they're trying to appeal to a wider audience too, right? It doesn't have to be adult content. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they're just like, hey, it's me from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and they're doing normal people stuff. I don't know. <laughs> normal people stuff. I don't, I don't look at their OnlyFans content, so I wouldn't know right? yeah. <laughs> unless it gets leaked on Reddit. In which case, I'm like, oh, I can't unsee that. That's the thing about OnlyFans too, is that it eventually does get leaked on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and for some reason, I just read something about Karini and lactation porn. And I'm like, oh my God, there's such a thing as that. But anyway, I don't want to gross people out. But yeah. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. It is appreciated and really helps us out. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90dayfiancewtf. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are. Each episode, we might even shout you out. You can find me on Instagram at lan, L-A-N underscore, like underscore lan, L-A-W-N. Click on the link in my bio for additional socials. Woo-hoo.
All right. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoy our coverage of 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way Season 3. The next time we record, it would be, what, the tell-all? The tell-all. Are they, are they going to wait a couple of weeks or is that, that next? That's next. I don't know how many parts there are, but I guess we'll wait till we finish all of it before we record again. You can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, till then. Till then. Th- thank you for listening. Love y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>